Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are we on? Yes, sir. Hello, everybody. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Network Radio. Today we have Amanda Darling. Is that your real name, by the way? Yes, it is. It's not like a stage name. It's my birth name. Cool. We have Amanda Darling, who's a singer, songwriter, producer of music, and um, we're going to play some of her music today. Before we get started, let's just talk a little bit about our affiliate program with Onnit.com. The sound you hear right now is Alpha Brain. You want to try it? Is it a brain drug? Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. It is a nootropic. Um, basically, it's good for memory, good for speech. And when you speak, you can be more articulate. You feel like your brain is firing in all cylinders. It's not like Adderall where you get super cracked out and jittery and stuff. But it just gets you to focus a little bit better. Um, I enjoy it, for example, when I play video games, when we're podcasting, when I'm trying to write something. Uh, words just flow. You can take two or five <laughs> if you're really excited <laughs> they use natural earth-grown nutrients you'll have uh vivid dreams tonight i assure you especially if you smoke a little weed uh <laughs> if you don't like it and you purchase uh a bottle of alpha brain or any other supplement from onnit.com you can email them and they'll give you a full money back refund you can keep the bottle and the product so it's actually a really cool company and they have a lot of great stuff when you check out, use discount code Network Radio. You can save 10% off any of their supplements. And without further ado, let's cue the music. Prepare to die. Man will be what he was born to be. The last nail is being driven into the coffin of the American Republic. I was raided for Halloween and all my friends were the Mortal Kombat characters. Yeah. It was awesome. Did you guys hear that? She was raided for Halloween. Yes. That's cool. Amanda. Darling. You don't get that very often, do you? Hello. No, um, I never get tired of it. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Lompoc. What the fuck? What is up with all these weird... Okay, so you live in Agua Dulce? Agua Dulce. Agua Dulce. Sweet and you, water. And you, and you grew up in where? Long, long Lompoc. Lompoc. Where's that? It is a small town by the ocean. It's about an hour north of Santa Barbara. It's about an hour, no- um, an hour south of San Luis Obispo. Cool. Yeah. Do you like it's it there little, better? A little charming town. Um, it's really sleepy and very lovely there's um it's called the valley of arts and flowers and there's tons of murals and um it was really nice and then walmart came and then i don't know town just changed a lot but it was really nice when i was growing up and i still love lompoc so yeah. <laughs> you i still with the love peace lompoc sign. but you know i am there's not too much going on there so i had to kind of did know, you move straight out. to it like the the place that you say is one hour north of LA. <laughs> I still have to to hear about that place. I feel like it's a fantasy world. It is definitely it's my fantasy world. But uh, no, actually, I I moved to Fullerton. I went to college, um, Cal State Fullerton. I studied Spanish, and then I moved to San Francisco for a year to just get some partying and raving out of my system. And I worked as a singing waitress, and then I moved back to Fullerton to try to finish college. 
and then I did study abroad in South America. I lived in Chile for a year, and Ooh. then I um, moved to Hollywood and dropped out of college. And um, in my Powerful. senior year, yes, <laughs> and I was Aren't you I glad? decided, yeah, because I was singing a lot in South America. Every time I was trying to um, do something else, the universe just told me to do music. So I just moved to Hollywood and um, lived there for four years, and then I moved to Agua Dulce one year ago. Cool. How long have you been DJing for? Wait, so, but I've, okay, so I played, I was playing, well, we were both listening to some of your music, and um, this one was, it's, it's the Reflection of Truth? Uh, yeah, that's actually a mix I made before I was a producer. I was, uh, excuse me, um, actually, I was producing songs at that time, but I'm a really a perfectionist, so I wasn't releasing them. And uh, a reflection of truth is actually a mixtape I made, which has become quite popular. It's almost at a million views now on YouTube, um, and it's all trance and visualizer coming out soon. That's 100% original music, and it's coming out. Should be coming out within the next month. But yeah, that that's um, one of my mixes. Yeah, you have thirty something hundred subscribers, and I saw that. I was like listening to it, and then I, I looked at Zen. I was like, bro, she has a million views on this on this uh, this video. That's awesome. That's incredible. Thank you. Yes, and I mean, a lot of the credit also goes to my brother because he made the incredible visuals. So I love working with my brother. Oh, okay. So so yeah. when you do visuals, you mean he does the graphics for the videos that you create, like the, the music that you're mixing? Yeah, my brother, Nick Darling, he's an incredibly talented guy, and he does um, visual art, just like my parents. My parents are both painters. And my brother does um, all types of special effects and visualizers and things like that. What's his? Let's give him a plug. What's his uh, website? Does he have a website? You know, I think he's still working on it. But um, his name is Nick Darling. Nick and, Darling. And um, yes. Uh, shout out like to that. your brother. Yes. Shout out to my awesome brother. <laughs> <laughs> when did you know that you wanted to sing? Like, how did you just? Oh, you've always, you know, because I, I, I don't know when like people develop their talents. And I feel like singing is something that, you know, people like to do in their showers and when they're driving. But to take that step and actually, you know, do it in, in real life, when did you get that feeling like, yes, I want to be a singer or, you know, is it after you started DJing? And you f- no, actually, I, I wanted to sing since I was a really little girl. I remember I used to sing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star and people would ask me to sing it. And uh, I wasn't afraid of singing in front of people. And then, of course, I fell in love with all the Disney movies. So I would sing. Little Mermaid and and uh, my mom, you know, my parents are awesome people, but they're not musicians. So, you know, my mom's like, nobody's. I remember one time we were in the car and I was just singing <laughs> at the top of my lungs all the Disney songs. And she, she said, you know, nobody in this family is a singer and especially not or including you. You know, nobody in this car can sing. And I was just like, oh, you know. And so um, but I just I really wanted to sing. And um, in high school, I, I was really obsessed with. I mean, I was always obsessed with music, but I became obsessed with 80s music, and um, and then I joined choir, and um, and I still met a lot of adversity, too. My choir teacher wasn't really that encouraging toward me with it, but I just didn't give up, and I... Your teacher wasn't encouraging? Um, not really, you know, sometimes, I don't know, for whatever reason, not every teacher is always going to be your biggest fan, um, but... I mean, she was hard on me, but I'm, I'm grateful for that. But my message to anybody listening is just don't listen to people unless somebody tells you, okay, I'm not trying to be mean, but you're completely tone deaf. Then you might have a, a little issue because that's a physical problem. But, um, but if you really believe in something, you want to do something, just don't, don't give up. It takes, sometimes it takes a lot of practice, but you can definitely get better at it. And, uh, unless you're Paris yeah. Hilton <laughs> and you're DJing and creating terrible music. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, if the whole universe is telling you no, 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 no for <laughs> a very long time, maybe you should reconsider. But but no, I ended up singing our uh, winning singing contests and uh, scholarships, and, and I've done a lot with it. I was on TV and all kinds of stuff. So I guess, you know, it didn't happen right away, but after four years of trying really hard practicing in high school and then private lessons and everything, then I uh, had some success with it. So And you never stop improving, so I still work on it every day. Doesn't that fucking suck though? Like, in terms of in terms of no no support. Like, as most most people would say that, even like artists or general like musicians or people who draw would say like, back in the day we had zero support, we had zero people backing us up. But I also feel like that 
that missing link is the drive that keeps you kind of going because everybody's kind of trying to shit on what you're trying to do. And at the same time, you're like, fuck, no, I'm going to keep doing this and I'm going to keep piling through. So um, I really commend that and the fact that you were kind of pushed away from trying to do something. But at the same time, you're still doing it. My question is, though, I'm going to follow up. What kind of got you into this genre, into doing this eventually? Like, was it just a favorite thing for you or you kind of fell into it or you, you, you kind of found that you are really perfecting it here? Are you talking about electronic dance music? Yep. Um, well, I, I guess it, like I said, it all goes back to my love affair with the '80s. And who's your favorite '80s band? Let me guess. Can I get? Uh, yeah, guess. Maybe it'll be in your top three. I imagine because every person that likes electronic music in the '80s, I is Depeche Mode up there. You are correct. Ding ding ding. Boom. Yeah, I no, I love Depeche Mode. How can you not? They're fucking They're great, so man. Genius. They're so genius. So yeah, Depeche Mode. Um, Duran Duran, David Bowie, George Michael, um, you know, a lot of the one hit wonders like Flock of Seagulls, just so many great songs. Flock and I ran. <laughs> yeah, it's just this, such an amazing. You track. know, they're talking about the country, right? <laughs> I'm I'm running from the country. Oh, it's funny, you know, because they were an American <laughs> band and they tried to act like they're British. But um, anyways, uh, but yeah, I just thought I, w- I was, you know, I was in high school in the 90s and I just thought the music isn't as good as the 80s because I would listen to my parents CDs and um, so I became really really obsessed with it and I just wasn't really into all the boy bands and Bernie Spears too much of any of the Latin invasion I don't know I was just an 80s world and and um, somehow I just always had this inherent sense that there was I don't know it's taste taste is totally subjective but I felt like I had good taste in music Taste is subjective, but there's some <laughs> shitty things, right? That you just can't get over. Like, there's just yeah. music that's just terrible. Yeah. It is like no matter what, you know, like Nickelback. <laughs> you sh- you sh- no, 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 no. You're not a fan of Nickelback. You can't be. No, no, no. I'm just nobody kidding. that's an artist. At least nobody. No, that's, likes why I, that's why I was crying. That's why I was crying. Like, no. But they never go away. I know. Well, and then you, then there's some people who, anyways, um, no, but at anyway, I felt like, <laughs> I like how she wants to hate from the background, she's staying but then she stays away she's from She's staying it. positive. <laughs> back away, back away. <laughs> um, so anyway, I just felt like, I, I guess I always was very, um, I guess I was opinionated about music. So I, I thought this music's better. And then I was searching for something that was kind of like that. And then I discovered trance with that song. Do you think you're better off alone? And so I was like, this is awesome. And I loved that song. And um, the Vanga bus is coming. You know, oh, okay. They oh, came out. No. I'm like, yes. And then I dug deeper and, dug, and then I discovered, you know, finally I discovered trance music and um, I found the missing link. I felt like this is the continuation of that 80s sound that I really like. And that's a long winded answer, but that's kind of how I found it. I, th- I th- there's a DJ who's always been a mentor to me. Uh, to me, his name is Dan Nee, DJ Danny. He's from Houston. Um, he told me something that was kind of that I found to be quite profound. He said, "People's taste in music is largely dictated by nostalgia and what they listened to while they were growing up." Wow. So, if if you like trance, and just judging from the mix that you had, liking the 80s specifically things like the Pesh Mode and Duran Duran you I'd imagine you you you've probably grew up listening to some things that are kind of like melodic you know not not necessarily as funky sounding but more melodic tunes you know like more emotional tunes and because I find myself liking certain music no matter what genre it is because I like all kinds of music even even country you know I appreciate some country not all of it Johnny Cash for sure but classic country there's like Willie Nelson and a few okay, other okay okay Yes, I right? agree with you on that. Um, but it's just like a melodic tune. And no matter what genre it is, I find myself always uh, attracted towards a certain type of music. So I think that, you know, it's interesting that, you know, nostalgia affects largely how you, what you prefer to listen to in music. What the fuck is that? What are you doing? <laughs> That's I'm a Dude, I don't want to fucking... It's, what is it? What is it? 9.30 p.m. right now and some asshole's running a fucking... What is he doing Table out saw? there? <laughs> Seriously, are they really doing construction? I, I, I don't understand. I'm going to close the window. Are you cold? Are you hot? <laughs> I'll close? take care of the window. Don't worry about it. Welcome to fucking Laguna Beach. Well, yeah. let me ask you. Top three DJs for you. Something you will insanely bump all the time. Because for me, the genre of music you play, I usually listen to growing up or going to festivals like Distant Heat and shit like that. 
So I would imagine that if we're skipping away from the 80s, what kind of top DJs into that electronic kind of music you are bumping most of the time? We want to say top three for Amanda Darling. Top three would be... Um, Armin Van Buren, of course, you know, he's great. Um, Christopher Lawrence and uh, F Tampa would be my favorites right now. I've never heard of the second two, the latter two. We just saw we just saw um, Armin Van Buren XS like a month or two ago in Vegas. Did you enjoy? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed. Yeah, I just can't deny that he's he's the greatest. I mean, he is awesome. Super, super good. Yeah, and um, and you know, uh, blessed to say he's been a friend of mine for a while, so for a long time. So yeah, and he's been a mentor as well. Wait a minute, Amanda, darling, you're friends with Armin Van Buren for real? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm so grateful. You know, he gave me some uh, some pointers early on in my uh, career that really helped me, um, which I won't share because they're my Your DJ secrets. secrets. But. Um, <laughs> But really helpful, and he's just a really nice, really uh, kind person, and I really look up to him. Um, still dreaming, hopefully, maybe one day could work together. Um, I've been really blessed to, to have met most of my heroes. Um, that's why I feel like it's a sign from the universe that I'm supposed to be doing what I'm doing, because it's so strange. Sometimes they even seek me out, and um, I don't know why, but they just do. Because you're talented, for <laughs> sure. That's 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 yeah. really really cool. I think meeting your heroes. Um, a lot of times you hear you don't want to meet your heroes because you get disappointed. But I feel like yeah. that's true. Maybe for some people. Um, I mean, there's there's you know for me like my probably biggest heroes is uh, Ron Paul, who I really like look up to all the time, and I, I I've still yet to meet him. I went to two of his events. I was so close to actually meeting him and like shaking his hand and but uh both times he had to leave early so I was kind of crushed uh, yeah and, sometimes um, you have to try I'm keep gonna keep trying, trying yeah, man keep trying. dream is to have him sitting here like to me if I can have an hour with Ron Paul just like asking questions and having him on the podcast that's to me would be like a pinnacle you know but um I hope I, you get your dream well, thank you very much. I hope so too. But that's cool. That's um, that's really cool. And you, so you, you've been working on this new album that comes out in November, correct? Or this this oh, month, right? Yes, it should be coming out. I'm not setting the exact date just because I, uh, you know, things change. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But I'm just saying fall. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I have an album coming out. It's called Earth Tones, and it's actually a full-length ambient album. So it's not EDM. What does that mean? Wah, wah, Just so that, so that. But it's uh, it's going to segue into my EDM album. Uh, ambient, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like new classical music and then also kind of moody spiritual um, music that doesn't really have drums. Only one song has drums in it. And um, four, no, five of the songs I sing on and four of them I wrote completely myself, including all the music. Um, what software do you use? Ableton Live. Ableton Live. I couldn't yeah. learn that. I could not learn that software. Learning curve is pretty steep. But once you get past that, it's really fun. I actually got gypped by this one dude that I found on Craigslist. Oh, no. <laughs> Remember that? Remember that? <laughs> I, we, okay, so I had just gotten Ableton. <laughs> I got Launchpad. And I uh, we had I bought all these, like, uh, this keyboard. And I found this guy on Craigslist. Um, and I paid him a lot of money. Like, it was ridiculous. Like how it, And it was one of those things where it's like, he charged by the hour, 
but we went over the hour and he wouldn't say like, hey, one hour's up. I'm going to charge you for another hour and another hour. It was just like, let's just keep going. And then Aww. all of a sudden, you know, we're two, three hours deep into it. It's like, yeah, you owe me like $180. I'm like, what? You know, this is way back. Um, but I could not understand. I couldn't. He First of all, he didn't teach me shit. Mm. Um, or maybe I was just thick headed. I don't know. But I had a hard time learning Ableton. Yeah, it, it's definitely uh, it's difficult at first. And I don't want to use the female card but i mean I, I the female brain does work a little bit differently i think that's why we have less music producers who are female not because they can't we can't do it mm-hmm. but just like there aren't very many female auto mechanics we just don't have a natural interest in learning something so technical but um because women are more emotional but once so for me it was really hard to focus on learning that program you know but once i finally learned it now i can play and that's beautiful be creative dude. and it's actually really fun I envy you to a certain extent. Um, you can do it. Just uh, go to YouTube University. You can't. I tried. <laughs> no, but I, no, but I took private lessons. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I downloaded fucking tutorials. I stayed on that fucking shit for a long, long time. And my major aim was to learn how to run it because I wanted to use a launch pad. And that freaking thing sucked. Because, like, by the time my fingers got used to running around on the launch pad and switching from the loops to the actual, like, mixer and controls, I still could not figure out for the life of me how to run my, like, samples on the on the Live 8. So I just quit like any other person would. Oh, yeah. I, for me, I just I get too frustrated trying to find the right uh, YouTube tutorial because some of them are good, but, you know, anybody can make a YouTube video. So some of them are good and some of them they just talk on and on. And Even though they have all these views, right? They, yeah, because people are doing the same thing. They're trying to find the, the good video and and they're just, they never get to the point. Yeah. It's <laughs> and like, I can't, so I just take private lessons. But, you know, I can recommend people. There's good people out there. I'm sorry you got gypped. Um, try to get a recommendation. Then Yeah, don't go on Craigslist. Craigslist. No, because yeah. anybody can go on Craigslist, obviously. Well, look, I want to play one of your one of your songs. Um, Yay! Because I want this is going to be awesome. This hasn't been released yet, right? It has not been released yet. It's coming out soon. Okay, I'm going to play away. The songs is that what it's called? Away. Away.
That was fucking rad. Thank you. That was really great. You have an awesome voice. Whoever coached you, and obviously uh, you also doing your own work as well. That's super cool. That beginning of that track is really good. Thank you. Yeah, never give up on your dreams, and uh, I really appreciate it. Were you just in Hawaii, or are you about to go out there? Because you're touring, right? Um, I'm just, um, yes, I'm touring. Um, unfortunately, the Hawaii thing had to be postponed. Um, but, yeah, I just got back from Greece, and then um, I'm always playing in California, of course, and then I'm going to uh, Japan. Ooh. Where do you usually play? What's your favorite venue, too? I'll follow up that question. Hmm. My favorite venue that I've played was probably Main Stage of Exchange LA. Um, I also had a lot of fun. I like doing festivals, of course, like uh, Turn Up the Love Festival. Um, I played in February in Fresno at the Fresno Fairgrounds. I've played the NOS Events Center. Um, I've played. I've played like uh, lots of places in California. Um, I can't wait to explore more of the world as well. How was Greece? Greece was lovely. I went to the Greek islands, four of the Greek islands. I was there for three weeks. Did you go to Corfu? No, I didn't. I didn't. Have you been? I Yeah. Um, my aunt, they have a house there. We used to go every summer. Oh, nice. Are you Greek? No. 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 But I like Greek food. Does he look Greek? <laughs> no. What, what are you? Oh, boy. Uh, we're, well, I'm Circassian. So that's from south of Russia. Okay. It's like by Chechnya. Um, the Sochi Winter Olympics. If mm, you've I don't really know. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a small region, you know. It's it's a republic. Um, oh, but cool. we, for some reason, they have a house in Greece. I don't know. There's an mm. island called Corfu. We used to go there and go fishing, and it. I just remember it was really cool. <clears throat> it's beautiful. Um, I was also a shithead as a kid. So, just to give you an example. Uh, I would always be in trouble. So, like, one time we were at the beach, and there was some student. Like, uh, he was probably a college student, a college kid. And um, he had his <laughs> he had his college bag there. Like, he had all his books and papers and stuff. And for whatever reason, I would literally, I was going back and forth. He had went to the restaurant or something. He left his, uh, he was on the beach, and he left for whatever reason. <clears throat> and I had this bucket. And I would just go fill the bucket with ocean water, bring it back, and just dump it into his little bag. Aww. Just just back and forth. And then he came back, and he's flipping out. And my parents are like, my mom's going crazy. He's taking out his papers, trying to dry them. And I, I, don't, I don't know why. I was a toddler, so like I, dick. I, didn't, I, didn't think, I wasn't doing it on purpose. <laughs> I don't know what was in my head. For some reason, I, I felt like I should put water, oh, <laughs> water in his bag. You were a toddler. You probably just I don't know. thought it was funny and didn't understand i don't know what i was doing <laughs> but but that, that was my that's the extent of my experience uh with greece um and then you just you also just went horseback riding yes actually i don't i doubt that you can see this uh in this light but <laughs> i <laughs> i um yeah like my hand um I cut up my hand horseback riding, but the funny thing is that it made the shape wait, of a wait, heart. Wait. Can you see that? How does that happen? How do you cut your hand? Oh, yeah. yeah, it made um, it made a scab in the shape of a heart on my hand. I don't know why, but everything in my life was it the leash. Um, no, the reins. Yeah, I was holding the reins. Basically, reins. Uh, I had a show on Saturday. Sorry, Friday night, and I went on at midnight, right at the beginning of Halloween, and at um the Belasco and it was so much fun and then the show went really well I played a two-hour set anyways I stayed you know of course I was I, I slept that night but then it was Halloween and I was partying with my friends and uh, you know we all dressed as Mortal Kombat and and then I stayed up all night and then we were listening to dubstep on Sunday morning and we <laughs> we didn't sleep and then I went horseback riding with my best friend at my place and um, you have horses I don't, but my neighbor has horses, so um, so we went horseback riding, and I don't know if it was a combination, probably, of, of me being really tired, and then... Um, Were you this, intoxicated? I was not intoxicated. Well, okay, actually, I was drinking, so that's another little bit of a no-no, but my neighbor is the one who's always like, have some fireball, I and mean, that's his thing when we're riding horses. It's kind of like the... Uh, you know, I don't know, country thing that you do. Fireball? So, so we were doing that, and then... Um, so I take some of the blame, but I think it would have been fine if I was riding this horse named Gotham. Anyway, long story short, um, the, 
there was another horse, the white horse named Benny. He got stuck in the lake, and uh, my neighbor was riding him into the lake. I don't know why. And what? Fireballs. Wait, 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 that's wait, wait, why. Wait. Fucking fireballs. That's why. He got stuck in the lake? He got stuck in the lake, so... Th- we were trying to pull him out for like half an hour and um, it was really scary. But you know what I realized was huh. that because I really believe that. I mean, I'm a spiritual person, but you can call it the universe or whatever. Goddess, God. But um, I feel like it was goddess giving me a gift. Why goddess? Why not God? Just to mix it up because, you know, people always <laughs> what say Big guns upstairs. <laughs> you know. Um, sure. Why is it God? I don't know. Yeah, I just, I just say goddess to just switch it up. But no, I don't. I think God is, you know neither gender and both genders and everything that there is he's anyway. there and he's not <laughs> he's definitely there <laughs> but anyway um but anyway i feel like it was a gift because i feel like all my childhood fantasies get revealed to me in my life as real life experiences in the most amazing ways that i never would have thought of as a present from goddess so i realized later it was just like the scene from the never ending story where they're pulling out artax and it was a white horse Huh. It was so bizarre. I don't know if you know that. You're movie. sure you weren't on drugs? This is my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite movie. So we're yeah. pulling out this white horse. It's like, Artax. No, but his name was Benny. And anyway, eventually we finally got him out. And um, and then I had to ride this other horse back called Pine Tart Lady. And she's crazy. And um, she's for like an advanced, super advanced rider. And I was tired. And I don't know. She was running. And how does that how does that work? What do you mean she's ha- she's for a, a super advanced rider? Because I. I didn't realize she didn't have a proper bit in. So if you pull on the reins, she just didn't really listen. And so she ran me into the gate. And so I hit my leg. Um, you can't really see it. But under here, there's my, I guess I can show you. But I doubt you can see it. I got, um, you got your ass kicked. Holy fuck, shit. Fuck, you can dude. see it. Are you shitting me? <laughs> Damn. That's with bad lighting, too, right now. This is a, yeah, like dark so, lighting. So she, um, so yeah, anyway. But I can't wait to ride again. It's okay. That's my adventurous life. So. That's Holy what I did on crap. Sunday, and that's why I had to have postpone our interview. <laughs> well, we're glad you're okay, man. It's it's Thank no you. joke. Like, no, yeah, uh, it's dangerous. You know, the like, Superman got not careful. Tupel, uh, super messed up. So, tip for the listeners: don't right. do fireballs when you're horseback riding. Right? Yeah, just be careful. You know, just be careful. Yeah, make sure you know what you're doing and all that. Yeah, maybe not so much a fireball. So, I, Amanda. Um, I'm, you, when you do your music, there are these bits where you sing in them, um, mm-hmm. but usually they're bits. So my question is, do you write in general? Yes, I am. I have uh, been writing poetry since I was uh, in high school, I guess. And um, yeah, I still write. I keep a diary do and you, then I turn it into lyrics. Do you post any of your poetry anywhere? You know, I should. I really should. I I guess ever since I became a songwriter, I don't really focus on releasing it as poetry anymore um but but i should thank you for that tip because my question comes from <laughs> we charge by the hour <laughs> and my co- question and commission because usually when people go to a soundcloud page for like an artist they'll just bump the music but i i kind of read that segment on the right i really like it but i'm, I'm gonna read it just to read it but <clears throat> i'm hoping you wrote this no, somebody that was I hired. Did. Okay. Yeah. So my goal is to uplift others through music, utilizing various musical forms combined with live and classical elements. I intend to tell a tale that others can relate to. Within the greatest stories ever told, you will experience moments of anguish, doubt, and despair. But from the darkness, we must rise. Through life's adventure, we must always focus on what we wish to attain. Love joy peace and eternal bliss join me on a quest for truth beauty and higher understanding for me i feel like there's a lot of emotions in this but there's also like somewhere like coming from a a dark dark corners like rough times basically Mm -hmm. does that kind of create the inspiration for what you do too yeah i mean um I mean, I think I've had a really great life, but I mean, it hasn't been easy at all. And I guess, I mean, with anything, painting, I guess, or drawing um, would be a good example. You know, a white canvas is just not interesting at all. So it's the shadows that make it, you know, appear to be something. And that's what, that's what life is, and that's what music is. So um, I guess it's just when I perform or when I take, when I... Um, create a set or when I write a song I'm trying to take 
the listener on a journey, like I was saying, it's not just happiness all the time. You know, I spin all different genres like dubstep and hard, you know, my, my sound that I, my main sound, I call it electrance because it's electro and trance because I love trance and there is dark trance, of course, and it's a great genre, but electro is a little bit, it can be a little bit harder and a little bit darker. And then of course, for me, dubstep is the darkest, um, and it's a little bit slower, so. Really? Did you, did this This blew me away. I, I found this out a while ago. I was a big fan of, from first to last's first album, which they're like a screamo type band. Mm-hmm. And I found out like not even too long ago that their lead singer who left turned out uh, to be Skrillex. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mine was blown. Did you, I mean. I didn't know that was the name of the band, but yeah, I know he, I knew yeah. he was from and a successful band. Yeah. Uh, there and that was a really of a they were pretty dark i would say like that screamo that first album was pretty dark like a lot of the stuff they said but i don't know if it translates to his music i yeah. always felt that his music was more his uplifting music's, his music is super dark are you really? kidding me like rock and roll though like it's just so i, I get happy to kill everybody in the world minus that song <laughs> <laughs> um are you a fan of trust have you listened to trust i don't i'm not sure i'm not sure what that is you will love them. If you like dark music, they are ridiculous. They're mm. really, really awesome. I think I think you'd enjoy them. Um, what kind of genre? They're electro. Um, I would say... I don't even know how to describe them. Electronica? I don't know if we can play their music on the podcast. But um, for sure, uh, I'll play some. Like, I'll send you their yeah. stuff. They're awesome. They're amazing. They're super dark. Like, very dark. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I guess, I guess like I like dark, I like light. I guess I just, I don't like too much of any one thing. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't take too much happy trance for too long. I, I'm like, you know, life isn't really like that. And then too much dark. It's also, life also isn't really like that. I like the whole spectrum of like a story has, you know, a conflict and a resolution. And then it's what I try to, that's what I was trying to say is that I just like the, uh, the full, the full circle. When do you feel most inspired to write? Hmm, in the morning. I'm a morning person. I like really? to get up at dawn every day. And uh, Wow. Yeah, I love the morning light. It's full of energy. That's interesting. Um, I used to write just these like little bits and pieces of different things. I used to have a blog way back. Um, never oh. really did anything with it. I'm very inconsistent. I get bored really quick with stuff. Oh. Um, but I had some <laughs> writings that, that were, I, I consider decent. Um, I would have to write very late at night, like all my creativity when I used to do like any kind of, um, digital art on like Photoshop or whatever that I was doing, writing, et cetera. Um, always like late at night. That's what, that's the most common for artists, but I don't know. I'm, I get sleepy at nighttime. I just. Cause you don't take alpha brain. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm the opposite. So, yeah, all my artistic friends are going to sleep when I'm waking up. Do you, do you paint? I wish I had time for it. Um, I did paint a little bit last year, but no, not really. I the, Sadly, well, you kind of have to choose in this life, you know. I want to do every kind of art, but I have to focus on my music because there's so much to do. Yeah. Maybe next lifetime, or maybe if if we can extend <laughs> if we can extend life to be a thousand years long, then I would love to have a whole other thousand career years. As I mean, how long? How long? How long do you see yourself creating music? Forever, forever. Yeah, really. I mean, but it's like it is. It's a lot because I sing. I sing. I have to practice singing. I songwrite. I have to practice songwriting. You know, I DJ. I have to practice DJing. Got to look for music. Got to create new tracks. You know, um, meet with people and do network. All these things. It's. That's already so much. Most people are just a DJ or just you know, maybe a DJ music producer, but, you know, or just a singer or, you know, so you, it's tough. I had to give up, you know, and then I'm, I'm working on piano and I, I play piano, but I mean, I, I, def- I want to become like an expert of piano. And my manager told me, he's like, you know what, you need to just stop because you, <laughs> you're trying to do too many things at once, you know? So yeah, painting, no time for that now. I wish I could, I could learn piano. That's actually, I think that's probably the, 
coolest, most amazing instrument. Out I think of it's the sexiest instrument, to be honest with you. If you know how to play mm-hmm. piano, whether you're male or female, if you know how to like run the keys really well, that's the, by far the sexiest instrument you can play, really. Plus, also, I know if you know piano really well, you can play most of the instruments, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you um, and about it being sexy, too, because uh, I don't know if you've heard of this really famous composer named Shardad Rohani, but... Um, Anyway, he's an expert of piano, and he's written music for the Olympic Games. And I don't know how old he is. He's, he's, um, you know, he's lived on for a while. And but yet, he is sexy to me when he plays piano. And I'm I'm collabing with him um, right now. Actually, the other original song that I was going to show you is a collaboration with him, and he's a really well-known composer. So yeah, it kind of caught me by surprise because I was like, whoa. Ooh. Never thought that I would uh, I'd be find a man of your older age. men. <laughs> but um, no, I was like, hmm. he's Iranian, right? He's yeah, yeah. yeah. He was born in '54, May 26. Zaid, they're not Iranian; they're Persian. Persian, so. Persian. My bad, my bad. Um. So yeah, we're working on that, and we're gonna. Um, the plan is to get to add full orchestra as well to the song. So um, he does look like a fucking G, though. He looks like yeah, he's an time. amazing guy. You know what? There's actually a really cool um, video that uh, our cousin Omar showed us. It's a TED Talks video, and it's about Chopin. Hmm. So if you get time, and this is all the folks listening, uh, if you haven't seen any of the TED Talks, uh, you're missing out on a lot of really cool videos, a lot of cool information. But go to, I think it's a TED Talk. Just do TED Talks, Google TED Talks, and then Chopin. That's C-H-O-P-I-N. I think it's an amazing, amazing, amazing uh, uh, little video. And it talks about classical music and it it gives you this visual stuff. And if you are into any kind of drugs, (laughs) um, but even if you like smoke a little bit and you watch that video, it will blow your mind. Like every person that's seen it that we've showed to, they always have the same experience and it's always like just super enlightening and super cool. Um, But I want to. Can I play that song that you said? Uh, My collaboration with Shardod. Is that on there? Yes. Um, can yes. we play it or no? Um, no pressure. <laughs> pressure. Pressure. You want to save it? Uh, we can. Can we talk over it a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Of course. Yeah. 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 I just don't want it. You know. You don't want someone pirating really, it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not released. But um, yeah, we'll play you a little preview. Cool. And you can talk us through. Which one is it? It's called My Love. Ooh, there it is. And this is a working copy. It's not the final version. Either. Just go low with the volume before you start. Like that. So, yeah, it was just really, it was a surreal experience working with, you know, one of the greatest living composers and uh, somebody who's kind of in that same group with, you know, I would put him up there with all the greatest composers ever. Um, Really? Like the the best of the best? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Bach. I would, I would. Yeah, check out his, that's a giant out. endorsement. What's his? Check let's, out let's his look. works. What's no. his website? What's his? Uh, how do um, we? How do you even know, say his name? His name is Shardad Rohani. Um, I would, I would Google the song Connie's Connie's Butterfly and Thoughts of the Past. Those two are absolute complete masterpieces. He uh, has concerts in London. Dude, I actually really London. like this tune. Yeah, so you can hear it. So it was really amazing because I'm sitting there on the computer and he's on the piano and on the keyboard and he played everything he made it up on the spot and he played it perfectly through the first time wow. every time he says now I'm going to lay down the bass line now I'm going to lay down you know the, the rhythm and I've never I've never worked with anyone who could do such a thing for me I mean I take hours and I try different things but he just he's a master I see what you're saying about him being a G too so he's up there you can <laughs> see him on the screen he looks like a bad motherfucker man doesn't he look like a composer? Yeah, he, for sure. <laughs> he has a stick in his hand. What do they call that? He has a uh, conductor. He has also uh, wand. mouth know. motion. You see that? He like has that like look, like, like an theme, Einstein yeah. of music he type is, look. Yeah. He looks cool, man. But he that is. sound, that track sounds dope as fuck. It's really good, and I like Thank that you. your voice is really yeah. working with it. This and then I go into cool. an opera part in this song as well, so that's gonna be my first really? debut. Really? Um, oh. Yeah, yeah, you'll hear that. Do I have it? What? It's going to come up. No, no. Song. I mean, my voice. I just oh, did. Oh, well, ahead, yeah. did that work? Figaro, don't push it. Figaro. Oh! <laughs> don't push. Oh, God. That was. Oh, God. I got to apologize. Oh, it was God. so bad. Her uh, yeah. her headset <laughs> flew off. off. <laughs> Amanda's headset literally flew no, off her head. That was like a Tom and Jerry fucking kind of moment. See, I have potential then. <laughs> hey, never give up on your dreams. Should, I think that no, I think that's the opposite. That's where you should immediately forget about that. Just don't even think about that idea. 
So yeah, and so then it drops into Complextro, which is like my favorite, one of my favorite uh, genres. And, complextro. Uh, complextro. It's electro a, and complex. It's a it's a subgenre of electro with the complex melody that gets completed by different instruments mm-hmm. in a sequence. So they see how it's changing. The the same melody isn't just the same instrument the whole time. So, so it's kind of glitchy. It's kind of dubstep. A little dubstep, right? Yeah. A little bit. And when I showed Shardaw dubstep, and he'd never heard of it, and so I felt like I was changing music history because I'm like, check out dubstep, and Shardaw's like, I like dubstep. You know, uh, and I'm like, oh my gosh, short on with dubstep. You know, so we're, we're hopefully we're going to be making more songs. And I want to make a whole album with him, but we'll see what happens. Um, that's awesome. He's really busy, but yeah, he said he wants to make more EDM. So I really think Shardog could change the whole game with EDM. So I just, I feel grateful that I can at least show him this world that, that I love so much. Oh, that's so great, dude. Genius. We'll go ahead and. Um, you want to hear the opera yeah, part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Is this it? It's yeah, yeah, coming yeah. up. Yeah. All right, let's hear this. This is tight. I like this a lot. Thanks. And this is where the orchestra will be put as well. All the editing is your work? Um, the, uh, yeah, the track. The loops and whatnot. And I don't use any loops, but, um, yeah, I composed the track. Shout out didn't touch the computer. He just touches the keyboard. I can't remember. Crap, what, this reminds me of, of something. <laughs> I just can't remember what it is. So here's the opera part. That should be in the foreground. Well, it's just because the track... Well, for one thing, the track's not done yet. Right. I would... I, my non-expert <laughs> advice, which I urge you to not listen to, would suggest that um, there should be a part with the opera. God, what is that? That song really reminds me of either. Um, I think it reminds me of Gareth Emery's song. Oh, you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Um, oh, there's. You know, we actually we modeled the song after a song. Uh, it's an Alex Morf remix of uh, Dreams, and it's a Christy. That's uh, some famous um, opera singer. I can't remember right now, but. Maybe that's the one that you're thinking of. Uh, too bad I can't remember it at this exact second. But yeah, yeah, that was kind of the, the sound we're going for. Just that transfusion with mm-hmm. opera. No, it's great. I loved Thank it. You. That was really cool. Yes. We I'm have so to. We have to. It. You got to let us know when's your next show. You know, um, right now I'm just focusing on releasing my my Earth Tones album, mm-hmm. and um, I have. I'm playing on the radio. I'm playing on 88.9 FM on November 14th at midnight so i guess november november 15th so that would be my next technical performance um i need to hook you up with the people at kiss fm i would really appreciate that um we i i used to work with a company um and uh the ceo of that company has like a lot of hookups with kiss fm we used to do a lot of their events red carpet events um and one of our friends is Dave Styles. There's, you know, Manny from Manny on the Streets, all these people. I'm not really friends with them. I'm not close friends with them, but like uh, Bill, Bill knows him really well. I'd appreciate that. Can't, can't promise anything, but um, for sure, you know, try to do, try to get something connected. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think because I think a way could be, you know, radio, a song that could be in the top 40 of the radio if people will uh if i can get it to the right hands yeah what's his name so. is it dj drew i think he's the one that does all their mixes and stuff oh tight yeah yeah that'd be awesome yeah i'm trying to get more um yeah like i said i'm just um i'm focusing on releasing my music because i've been writing so many songs i mean i have about um i don't know 20 unreleased songs um and the way I am, and I, I guess a lot of artists can probably relate. I mean, okay, I don't have ADD, but my initials are ADD. Um, but anyways, I just, I love creating, you know. I love the the, the act of creation. So I, I create music, and I create music, and I create music, and then I perform, and I just never release the music. So now I'm just realizing what a process that is. You know, you got to copyright it. You got to get it registered and... and um, released properly and promoted so i'm just forcing myself i'm i've been turning down gigs i'm just like i have to release my albums now Mm -hmm. so that's kind of where i'm at right now and um and making music videos for the ones i already did and actually like finishing that 
before I do because I love doing live shows and I used to do it every weekend but I'm just uh I'm just trying to read redirect because I know that that'll lead to greater things obviously because you can ha can't really have worldwide fans if you don't have anything on YouTube or really you know available for purchase um so I hardly have anything out right now so it's kind of the uh calm before the storm or whatever because I'm about to release everything so what makes you different um and I don't mean this in any kind of disrespectful way but <laughs> <laughs> just way to usher yourself into yeah. that <laughs> had to say it before I blunder it, but I really feel like there's been an oversaturation in the market, you know, especially in the industry with DJs, specifically girl DJs, because mm -hmm. everybody wants to be a girl DJ right now. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to be a DJ, right? All these guys, yeah. everybody's buying their little mixers and their MIDI controllers, and it does everything for them. It beat matches, and but specifically, there's that appeal to a, a, a you know a good looking chick that's sitting there and DJing and, and you know half the time it's not their sets etc cetera, etc cetera. but what makes you different is you're actually producing music you know you know music you're singing music you're actually you learn the you know music theory and so that's kind of really that's cool that's for sure setting you apart thank you um how you. Do, you, do you do you do you feel when I used to DJ like and I didn't DJ for that long, mind you, but um, I've always just been frustrated, you know, with with this new because like they cannibalize themselves and the industry when they're all trying to do it. You know, I was um, before I moved back to California, I was uh, a general manager of a nightclub in uh, Florida. It's a college oh. town, and there was just there's so many DJs. Mm -hmm. You know how much did we we used to pay them? Nothing. Close, <laughs> I would I would pay my DJs 150, and that's like yeah. they're they're doing decent for that city. A lot of them would I have a lot of them that would come to me and say, "Let's I'll DJ for free." There's one DJ that actually once paid um, to DJ at a, at a at a club. That's very common. Yeah, you don't always hear about that side of it, but yeah, it's it's crazy right now. I mean, um, that's partly why I'm not too, doing as many gigs right now because I just, I know my worth and I just, I'm turning down stuff because I just, I can't, I mean, I love music. I would do it all the time for free, but this is my profession, you know, and, and I know that by releasing net right, you know, now the way it works is you have to have a hit song. Mm -hmm. You have to be on the charts, you know, um, otherwise it's just it's just a rat race and it's crazy. I mean, I fought my way, I battled my way through the underground. That's how I got, known was I would actually battle people because I'm like I, I knew how to DJ on CDJs and I know how to mix and key and I know how to react and play a song right away you know and that's how I learned how to DJ was to do back to back and you don't know what's coming at you like I've never used a laptop um, and you know I do sing and I produce um, so I just feel like I feel like over time the cream will rise to the top you know it's gonna show after a while who's faking it and um it's frustrating to see people who are faking it, and and you'd be surprised how many are even at the very top, highest levels. Um, when when yeah. we go to shows in Vegas and you see these top level DJs, their shit has to be premixed, right? The sad thing is, I've actually heard people, um, and maybe I shouldn't say what company it is, but yeah, maybe like the most the biggest EDM um, festival produ uh, producers say they prefer a pre-recorded set because it's less chances of it, um, you know, there being a mistake. And I said to them, you know, are you kidding me? I'm sorry, but that's going to kill the genre eventually because people don't want to pay for something that's not live. There's only so long that they're going to no pay for a live concert that's yeah. not live. I mean, when I, if I hear a little mistake, I love that. Well, yeah, right. It's and like, you can oh, tell. It's, oh, yeah. They're you know, and you and I can tell. You could tell when there's but this, a. But error. you know, a lot of people can't tell what's live and what's not. Um, that's why, to to answer your question, what makes me different? Um, I come from musical theater background, you know, um, and and choir and all these things. So I love theater and I love acting. So my idea is to make to make it more live i incorporate musical theater and um, that might sound kind of out there because i know most straight men don't like musical theater but um but i've been testing it out and people love it i at the beginning of my set i come out as a character i perform a song live 
that segues into my set. And then my last show I just did on Friday, I had a guest vocalist who came out and sang as well as a character. And then in the middle of the set, after the first hour, I came out and I sang a duet. Um, and then I was supposed to, but the mic channel was broken. Anyway, um, so it, so you know that's live, you know? And so we're actually acting, singing, and there's this drama. And then I, mm. and then I feel like that's giving, okay, what are we paying for? This is a live show. You know, um, and that's where I'm going. That's where I want to go with my concept is making it more of a theatrical experience. I've never actually even thought about that. Like, I've never heard of it. So I think that's really interesting. It's really cool. Thank you. I don't think anybody's doing that. So um trying to. Uh, I want to go back to you said you had to literally battle your way through. When you say battle, did you like musically battle people? This is such a <laughs> I stupid did, yeah. Really? Yes, I did. Many, many, many times. Um, yeah, because, yeah, like you were saying, there's so many people that'll play for free or they'll do anything. I mean, they'll do anything. When I started, I was like that. <laughs> I would I would just please yeah. let me play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so what I did was I was already kind of known for because I had a show on on Stickam before, Stick, you know, back in the Stickam days. Anyways, um, I had the number one music show. Um, and I did a DJ sets every week. So I was kind of known for that and different things. But anyway, I, what I did was I saw all the local shows that were going on and I would go on the event page and publicly challenge the guys to a DJ battle. Like, cause they would have DJ underground battles and I'm like, I will battle you myself. I'm like, cause one time, one time I went on there they're like, okay, it's a battle. Um, I'm going to use CDJs and he's going to use laptop. And I went on there. I was like, that is not a battle. I was like, it's back-to-back CDJs only, no laptops allowed, hard knock rules, let's do this. And they're like, who the heck are you? I'm like, I'm like, they're like, okay, you want to battle me? I'm like, I'll battle you. So he's like, okay, I'll put you on. And this was Jonathan Morning, who's super well-known in the underground. He's like, I'll put you on main stage, prime slot. You think you can battle me? And I, I battled him, and that changed everything for me because then I battled all the... What do you do? You scratch? Yeah, so, yeah, or... give me an example. So, you come in, you're set up, and you're going to battle right now. So, you go song to song? Like, no, what? yeah, it's like, I sh- say we're going to battle, we show up, we have not rehearsed, I have no idea what you're planning to play, you have no idea what I'm planning to play. I put my USB in mine, you put your USB in your CDJ, and it's either back to back or it's two for two. And um, you have to react, you have to beat match the other person's song, you have to pick a you know a song that's in an appropriate key so basically the way that your transition sounds if it sounds sick you know it's like yeah you know and then you you like increase the energy you pick you know good songs and then you throw it back at them and they have to react and then i play with the hard knock rules which is now you can also try to screw them up yeah so, so you, you gotta play something that like it's easy that, to get into and hard to get out of right like i would <laughs> so sometimes i'd be like yeah, i know he doesn't have dubstep or i know he doesn't have so the way i beat him but he said i beat him he said it himself so that night i put so we were throwing it back and forth and he's extremely talented and we were we were having a good battle and then i'm like i gotta beat this guy so i put on mid-tempo and so he didn't have any mid-tempo and so he had to slow down a house track it's like 110 bpm it's like slower than house but not as slow as dubstep and so you know um and he later on he started playing that a lot but anyway at that time he didn't have any so um it was just fun. It was a lot of fun, and then I who got decides? Is like, is there like an announcer who goes out and the crowd goes? Or sometimes, but usually, usually, um, it's just kind of like everybody kind of says like, "Oh, I think so and so won," or you know, hopefully it's obvious. You know, I was kind of being a little bit of a, a little bit of a bitch because I was really trying to win, so I was really throwing it at him. There was this funny story. We went to this girl's birthday. Um, it was the Avalon, and. We're hanging out everywhere, and we were, like, super VIP. I don't know who she knew or what happened, but they gave us, like, these two VIP bands, and we would go from one room to the other. Uh, they booked her, like, you know, one of the rooms in Bordeaux. Ooh. They closed it just just for her. Like, we had cake and everything. And eventually, we had this uh, table. And I just remember it was – it was uh, we were just sitting there, and I was like, there's, like, this stage next to us. We had no idea where we were. Because we're just getting hauled off left and right. And I had never been to Avalon before that. And then I found out, I see the stairs. I'm like, guys, there's a freaking stage here. <laughs> and there's music, obviously. But I get on stage and I'm hanging out. And Eddie Hallowell is playing, right? He's spinning. And it was one of the most amazing experiences ever. Like, all the pictures of me from that night, like, my eyes are, like, closed. 
just smile and just clapping and yelling and up and down. And I was on stage, you know, I'm going towards him. I had no idea who he was. I thought it was just some random DJ. Like I'm going there and like security is coming like, okay, sir, you know, you got to go back to your table. Uh, <laughs> chill but, out, bro. But, chill out. But they were cool because, because like everything they do, I just show my, my, my bracelets because there was two of them and I figured whatever. So they were super nice. I didn't get kicked out or anything. They would just kind of, you know, you can hang on this part. So I'm on stage by myself, just like hyping the crowd, just being stupid. And then the next morning we were all talking like, dude, that DJ was just so good. Like just so good. And I looked him up. I had to find the flyer for that night. And it was Eddie Hallowell. And then I didn't know who he was, but I was looking at his Wikipedia page and he's very accomplished. Um, he's not necessarily a producer, but part of what they were saying is he had an extraordinary talent to kind of move the crowd and really feel the crowd crowd and be able to play, uh, and give them a vibe that they would enjoy. And that's literally how we all felt. We were all just like, God, this is just so good. Like this music he's playing is just so awesome. And I think that when you're, when you're live, you know, like I have a set, right? And, and you as a DJ, when you create your set, you have it, you have it made. You're going, okay, I'm going to play this song and then this song and this song. But you're not going to go by that format exactly. Right. So as you're performing, Kinda, yeah. you, you're feeling it. You're still feeling out the crowd because sometimes it's 10 p.m. and it's still empty kind of. It's still building up. You start f- vibing the crowd and then you, you kind of build it with them. It's really weird. You feed off each other, the energy. You know, It goes back and forth. And I think that's why it's important. You know, I, I, I always played turntables. I love turntables. I, I, you can feel it, you know, you can feel the record as you're moving and stuff. And I feel like when you have a talented DJ and you have a good set and you're f- just, you're vibing with the crowd, there's nothing like that. You can't have a, a safe set that'll just, you just hit play and kind of go back and forth. It just doesn't work that way, I feel like. Yeah, I feel sorry for people who would play a pre-recorded set because why, why are you going to take away my fun like that, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would never want to do that because taking away the joy of, live performance and yeah it is it's an interaction with the crowd like nilly vanilli when the record skips (laughs) that (laughs) kind of stuff girl you know it girl you know it and i started crying no but yeah um it's it's kind of like it's okay you know i just always hold on to um joy because the joy and all artists should remember that being an artist is not about being popular it's not about being famous it's not about that at all it's not about being rich it's about your personal experience of creation and that is the only true joy we're kind of going to wrap it up um is there anything you wanted to plug in let's talk about you know anything you want to like you know where they can get your album when it comes out how you know yes i want to let you know about my website um it's called amandadarling.com and you can see from there all my social media links um please uh Follow me on Facebook, uh, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, if you want to hear my music, go to soundcloud.com slash Amanda Darling. And um, I also do a monthly radio show as well. It's an hour-long podcast called Axion. And it comes out every month on the 8th of the month. So uh, there's a new one coming out very soon. So check it out. It'll be out this Sunday. What's your Instagram handle? Instagram, DJ Amanda Darling. Oh, I'm going yes. right. to do this right now. You just gained the follower. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, YouTube. Um, YouTube.com slash DJ Amanda Darling. I have uh, my full ambient albums coming out um, on YouTube with Visualizer and uh, and then music videos for Away and uh, my song with Shardot. All these things are coming out soon. So stay tuned. That's fantastic. And are you going to be touring anytime soon? Yes. Uh, stay tuned also on my website. You can see my upcoming tour dates. Um I'm going to be in Japan uh, next May um, for sure. And uh, everything else, just check my website. I'm always doing local shows around California. Um, and then we're just adding tour dates uh, after the release of my uh, Earth Tones album. I'm excited. Thank you. So me too. definitely yes. looking forward. We're going to have to get some tickets for your shows. Um, and we'll be in touch for sure. It would be really cool. What's his name? Uh, Shardog? Mm-hmm. Like you said, if you guys have like a, a symphony type show where you're doing 
you know, you're you're set or whatever, and there he's doing his thing as well. I would definitely love to see that. Yeah, that's definitely one of the things that uh, that's in the works, and it's, it's basically my greatest dream is to have the full orchestra sitting there with the orchestra, and you're I'm in the middle thing. DJing and singing as well, and then a full live band as well, and then it's this whole thing with theatric a theatrical story, and um, yeah, there's a lot coming. There's a lot coming. I'm just getting started. So Sick, dude. Stay tuned. Keep at it. Keep at it. You're doing great. Thank you. That is really cool, and we're super excited to uh, see you move forward with your career and, and all the things you're going to be bringing out, and uh, we want to have you on the show again. Thank you. Yeah, and if you want to come to my show, of course, too, you are totally welcome to get VIP. Um, yes. Get on my list. Uh, special. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> um AmandaDarling.com uh, yes. is her website. We want to thank you so much for being on the show. And thank you, Raul, uh, for uh, connecting us and, and putting this together. I really yeah. appreciate it. Raul, my manager, he's the greatest. Does he have a plug? We should we should give him... CosmicFireSatsong.com CosmicFireSatsong, S-A-T-S-A-N-G. He's also... Um, my manager is a really awesome person. He's actually a psychic and he's a... Whoa! Um, High-level spiritual teacher. So he does these this satsang where he does a spiritual talk and um, he gives helpful advice, uh, spiritual advice for everyday life. So uh, he's a really amazing person. I'm really blessed to have him in my life. Um, I need to contact him. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, he does his really cool psychic readings where he'll actually create a watercolor of your true soul image and then he'll tell you about your life and give you advice and everything so and he takes on students as well so he's an amazing person hey, maybe you should have him out. and talk about this shit you should have him in he's a really For sure well guy. he was gonna be yeah. here he said he said he's gonna come by but um maybe he was busy or something yeah and i uh he wanted to come in but he's he's going to hawaii tomorrow morning so he's a bit uh, busy. seems like everybody's going to fucking hawaii what are we doing here <laughs> <laughs> right yeah (laughs) (laughs) i know all right folks thank you so much for tuning into network radio um i keep forgetting we always plug people in we forget to put our own stuff in there we are available on itunes just search uh network radio podcast we're also on youtube uh soundcloud and our website networkradio.us uh our affiliate program is on it we have uh on it.com that give us a lot of cool stuff not necessarily like give us but they offer a lot of cool stuff they have anything from blendtec blenders to things like new mood which are really cool um supplements for your brain get you to kind of relax and uh replenish your serotonin so go to onnit.com o-n-n-i-t use discount code network radio when you check out uh to get 10 percent off all your supplements i also want to throw a plug for our friend neil uh, he has something called Barnajar, barnajar.com. It's a really healthy, delicious, um, I guess it's the closest to Nutella, mm-hmm. but without being bad for you. Um, they have all kinds of stuff. They have like these, uh, these protein bars, but all their ingredients are earth-grown nutrients, and they're delicious. So barnajar.com, onnit.com. Thank you so much for tuning in, you guys. Have a good night. Come on. Get over here.